You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! like we're in the midst of another Overnight Drive podcast. Yeah, we're, we're back on Skype after, uh, after, after living live. The downside is that we're back on Skype. The upside is that uh, I have an important announcement to make. Um, I've decided after much thought and much deliberation, uh, soul-searching, I've decided to devote my entire life to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just now? Um, yeah, just now. Right when we were talking before the, before we started recording, I didn't think about that. But now that I <laughs> now that we hit record, my mind snapped. No, we've got Justin Kiss back. Hey, give him a big round of applause. Justin Kiss, um, can you tell us what you were sick with? Shingles, adult chicken pox, essentially. Uh, just <laughs> that's great. And it did you? Really, really, uh, and did you almost die? Probably. Probably. Sick. You were too sick to hang out. I was too sick to look at it. Yeah. Well, well, you were too sick to hang out, dude. And what am I supposed to do, man? You're my only friend. So, anyways, Andrew, how have you been? We're back. I don't like the fact that we're back on Skype. I wish I was there. Maybe I should move to Brooklyn, dude, you know, pursue this podcast dream. What do you think? For you here. Oh really? My wow. uh, my next door neighbors are having a party right now, and I might go over there and fire a machine gun into the front door. Uh, in which case, you're more than welcome to move in there if I don't uh, go to prison. It sounds great. It Just sounds clean really up, clean awesome. Up. What are they doing? Is it? Uh, do they have like a live band? I can like hear high fives through the wall. No, it's not even like you'd expect me to live next to like a guy with an ironic mustache, like the guy who looks like fucking mm. sexy sax man. Um, <laughs> I live next to essentially like a younger version of my dad. Just oh, like great. this middle-aged, so white he's clear dude. It's oh, good. Uh, yeah, it's very, 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 very white in here. 
So if he's that ugly, then does he have enough friends to uh, facilitate a party, or is it just like a couple nobodies over there? I can't tell. Um, (laughs) I think it's just five people who have no volume control whatsoever. They're just going for it. You'll probably you might actually be able to hear them in the background. We'll see. Okay, you know you should do a live like a like a Geraldo Rivera 1980s style like live on the uh, like live on the report like bring the microphone over and be like we like to interview you march in there be like a a WPIX live report making all these references that nobody gets it's my favorite I've been informed (laughs) many times that I make cultural references that are are completely uh, uh, old and stupid I was also told a friend of mine told me that I was very old the other day kind of mean-spirited yeah it's because you know, you're very... watching crazy eddie commercials on youtube for six hours at work there's no reason to fucking get hostile andrew it's like you're at work with me. i know i mean honestly i was i mean i was off i was told today that i am on the fast track to a real adult job with real money by my boss because my boss took me aside today and she said hey can you come to my office and close the door for a minute well and uh n- knowing my job history i was like here we go uh, getting fu- getting fired. I don't know what I did. Maybe they looked at my internet log and saw that I was on like Facebook for seven hours or like uh, all this other stuff. But no, she can't. It's like, oh, we think you're doing a great job and you're really in the plan for our office. So that's good. Were you that's looking like, for the camera, like the hidden camera somewhere? Like what? I, wa- I kind of was, and I mean, it's like one of the best. I mean, considering you know, considering I don't get a lot of praise in my life. Um, it's a lot, it's a, it was nice. It was, if it made, and I, I, I had a weird, like cross purposes feeling when I thought, when I, I got praise and I was like a, a dog that had finally <laughs> been pet by its master after, <laughs> after uh, a long time, not neglect, just like thinking that I'm a worker drone. And then finally someone was like, yeah, good job, pal. You're really on the fast track. You're really in the plan. Was your first instinct to flip your desk? <laughs> I wish I could, but it's all attached to my cubicle. Oh, that's so. I know, but I do have uh, auto glass. It's like a really expensive cubicle, so there's a big panel of auto glass next to like the entrance to my cubicle, so I could just punch that one day. Oh, that's pretty when good. I let it, when when I let a big deal fall through my fingers, dude. <laughs> you know, I can do that. God, speaking of um, big deals, uh, l- like I had mentioned last week in the podcast, uh, we have a boiler mm. at work that's just spewing out carbon monoxide. Just, okay. You know, really, there's like, like just like a big hole, and it's just like there's a car running down in the basement the whole time. Uh, and yesterday, it got so bad that alarms started to go off, and I went downstairs. <laughs> and I I think the healthy or I guess like the safe uh, concentration of carbon monoxide is like thirty parts per million or something like that. And the Holy alarm shit. was peeking out at like 140 or something, like really out of control like Wait, that. Wait, so, so how do you work in that situation? Well, you don't. Everyone's making preparations to shut the place down, you know, everyone's putting their jackets on. But I was in the middle of a five-person conference call that a lot of money <laughs> was on the line for. So I'm standing there like a moron being like, I'm not leaving! I'm not leaving! I'm finishing this call! <laughs> so I sat there in Excellent. carbon monoxide fumes for... Uh, it has to be at least an hour uh, talking with four other morons who were not experiencing renal failure during the <laughs> during the call. Are and, the, uh, yeah, put myself in mortal danger to uh, to close that deal. Uh, are your superiors aware that you put yourself in mortal danger? I actually think I would get in a lot of trouble if I were to like bring this up. <laughs> I don't feel like they would take kindly to that. Uh, the fucking ladder, bro. You know, we're both on the ladder right mm-hmm. now, man. We're, we're working, our, clawing our way up 
like like climbing Everest, man. We might freeze. We might freeze to the ground tonight. But if we live to see tomorrow, we'll just get like fifty or hundred meters further up the mountains. Mm-hmm. We finally crest till I finally crest the mountain and make twenty two thousand dollars a year. <laughs> get that office with wait. the uh, the instantly frosting glass. Yes, it's going to be amazing. I can get my name. You know, I can get my uh, nameplate. You know, when somebody moves out of the, uh, the the office that has all the stuff stacked in it, and I can move in. You gotta have that old and, man and scrape the uh, the old name off the door with, with the paint <laughs> scraper. I think that's, that's no always joke. how that goes. That's no joke. There was a guy who had had been in the same office in my you know in my office. The guy had been in the same little office for about fifty years. Jesus, and he finally retired this year at age seventy six. It's like, really loves your job, man. Yeah. And he still shows up. He showed up to the Christmas party. He's like, oh, hey, everybody, just making sure everything's going all right here. <laughs> so you know that not only did he, was it like a bitch for him to retire, but he sat home thinking about the, the job. And, <laughs> and the, uh, I'm trying to retire at 50. Yeah. All right. With my, with my 22 grand a year salary coming on, man. Just I living off buy... ramen noodles, saving up, saving up. No, I'm just going to buy a Triumph TR7. <laughs> Uh, a good pair of isotoner gloves, and then save the rest of the money. <laughs> and uh, Google a Triumph TR7. That's the coolest car ever invented, um, next to the Honda Civic. Google um, it right now. Yeah, go. <laughs> Enter on the Google. You know, I just want to bring up a point real quick because somebody assailed my Taste in Death albums on the fucking Tumblr. I saw that. Look, short dick. <laughs> You you na- you went on to say wrong. It was this fucking sound of perseverance. Oh, I'm sorry. Chuck Schuldiner's fucking contract obligation album is way better than two classic death metal records. And he he went on to perform in a band called Control Denied. Who exactly? And then he died of cancer two years later. Okay, you must be like a big Richard Christie fan or something. But look, the real shit is leprosy. All right, death leprosy best. Death album, okay? Deaf leprosy? Yeah. Oh, deaf leprosy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See what <laughs> oh, I did there? I see a, like a chromio type of mashup thing going on <laughs> where I mash up death and deaf leopard. Like uh, altering the photograph. I think I'm going to do the two like uh, two songs together and I'll be per- further perpetuate my DJ, uh, my DJ thing. I actually declined my... Um, DJ residency. Well, not declined. I just kind of broke up with it by not talking to it anymore. Wow. <laughs> um, but I have another one in the works, but I, I I couldn't do it. It was the one at the Italian restaurant. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah, I actually, I went to Albany this week, very briefly. You did? I, uh, what? Oh, yeah, well, I went up on a, a studio rescue mission. I had to get files off the studio computers and get them down here to be mixed. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's uh, it's it's a... It's kind of sad happenings up there. Albany's really embraced the wire in uh, in every way, shape, or form, and now it's just becoming Andrew, Baltimore. Andrew, are we friends? Uh, we're acquaintances. Kind of like somebody I would meet oh on a my. bus and be like, I met this guy. Oh, my, oh my God. That makes me so sad. <laughs> why, 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 didn't you, why didn't you call me, man? There was no calling. There was no telling anyone. I ran in. I ran to the studio. I got the shit. I ran out and came back home. Mm. There's no, uh, I didn't even have time to eat. You know, I went to Stewart's and I had a buttered roll. Oh, really? And at eight in the morning, I had to get outside and I decided to walk to the Arbor Hill uh, Salvation Army just to see what they had. And apparently the economy in Albany is so bad that it can't sustain a Salvation Army because it's closed. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, the uh, the Latham Salvation Army, which people in Latham definitely need secondhand clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Latham Salvation Army absorbed the Arbor Hill Salvation Army for all you locals out there. So now um, people in Arbor Hill are, have been reduced to wearing um, swaddling clothes, rags, <laughs> on their feet. And uh, no more, no secondhand suits for you, man. You got a job interview? Tough shit. Uh, put on your styrofoam clothes and get going. Tough titty. You're putting your, <laughs> you're putting on your styrofoam clothes. You're getting your Arctic Zone knock, fucking North Face knockoff on. You're walking down and you're fucking looking your best, man. You got to make it official, just like Ghostface said. You got to make it. You got to look official. I got my rags on, but they look official. <laughs> look official. <laughs> Also, the Latham Salvation Army has been taken over by Russians. Oh, yeah, and the Latham Salvation... I mean, I, uh, for the three people locally who listen, the Latham Salvation Army has been taken, o- taken over by moderately attractive Russian women, which I think is a, kind of a scam. Maybe they have a little backdoor. Yeah, this sounds uh, like uh, like a, an online wife situation. Uh, for the fans of the band in the audience, did you rescue uh, end-of-year files from the computer? I did. I got them. It took me a really oh long time, and uh, I, I almost punched a monitor. Oh my god! But <laughs> we're okay. We're back. We're back in business. That shit'll be out uh, eventually, maybe. Great, great. Um, so, Andrew, what are? Uh, do you want to do? What are people freaking out about? Or would you like to read some Tumblr questions? Well, we can do both. I, the, the, what are people freaking out about? Uh, at least for me, this week is actually kind of sad because people okay. are freaking out about a girl from Waterford or some what one, of, one of those fucking like upstate hill towns that's missing. <laughs> um, yeah, which is, of, I guess, I mean, like a, a quasi-legitimate thing to freak out about. I guess. Um, interesting story about that. Uh, I do news clips for my job, and I have to look at the newspaper every morning. I saw her picture, and I immediately realized that I had a conversation with her on OkCupid chat uh, over the summer. And she big-timed me and didn't want to talk to me. Is there, there anything you want to talk about <laughs> no. i just want to say bro that it's not cool <laughs> no, it's the, that, uh, but i just thought it went and now that there's now there's a pic of like a wanted not a wanted poster but like a a missing poster in the lobby of my office like a lobby of my building so every day i have to walk by it and i'm like god it's so weird <laughs> that's so weird because at the time i was like a real i was like yeah i dj i do like you know i dj in 80s now you should come out sometime you know i really she said sounds dope sounds dope you sound like a dope actually she said (laughs) uh also a uh, woman in my hometown who i went to high school with uh decided to call strippers from tops and bottoms uh stripper service escort service i guess to a 16-year-old's birthday party. This really warmed my heart. At the Spare Change Bowling Alley in my hometown. It used to be called Pine Lanes way back when. Wait, that was a bowling alley? I guess I didn't read the article. That shit happened at a bowling alley? That's the best part. Wow. It happened at a bowling alley. And it became national attention, national news. It was on Gawker and Huffington Post and a few other places. Uh yeah, uh, and the, the, the picture was on the cover of the Daily News, I think. And the picture is of a woman... In the six, in the standing sixty nine position with a sixteen year old. Jesus Christ, uh, which is great. And but if you knew that this was like a seedy podunk, like 
warped floor, fucking sounds like smoke still bowling alley. It would make it make it even better. Like imagine wow. the shitty imagine like the bad bowling alley in your town. That's exactly where it happened. And people are like posting to shit to Facebook and apparently um one or like ten people thought it was weird. <laughs> so um, This doesn't seem right. I thought that maybe I thought it was like a somewhere private. No. And I thought one of the kids ran it. No, it was no one in a weird and also I mean that's what you have when you have a, an area like which is really you have like kids whose friends are also friends with each other's moms on Facebook, which is really fucking weird. It's like, hey Justin, can I friend your mom on Facebook? Would that be cool, dude? You know, like and and so her the mom saw these kids posting the pictures, and she freaked out and called the sheriff's office. And uh, the rest is history, I guess. But the one, the girl who who got the high heat for it, I went to high school with. <laughs> so was she in your crew? Like, did she go to Donnie's Woods with you guys? She did not. They were uh, at the risk of getting a fucking axe handle driven through my skull. I will I will not name names, but I uh, this was like like we were fun and we were cool and we were fine and we hung we hung out with some in we hung out with some outsiders. Like, obviously, we hung out with 30-year-olds and everything. But these were, like, the weird, like, the weird, like, hill people type, you know? Like, the people who I didn't fit in with and had no currency with anybody. Like, the metalheads thought they were too, like, the metalheads thought they were dirt bags. All right. The fucking preppies thought they were wicked dirt bags. So they just sort of, like, showed up, like, all, like, they'd show up, like, all fucking riding in the back of their dad's pickup and shit, you know? Like, some genetic real, slippage. Like, yeah, some genetic slippage, like, real outsider shit, so... Um, we had that kid in our high school. They had like a pickup with like no, no bed. Yeah. But just like the, the chassis on the back of it, <laughs> and then he'd spray painted like Elvis lives on the back. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> the and then like for his senior picture, he had a picture of himself in front of the truck holding his cat. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Was that was that Todd Moist? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Todd Moist. But he did a. They did. They instituted new uh, senior picture. New law. senior picture. <laughs> new senior picture law. So that they would avoid that. Uh, I wish I could. If I can find my old yearbook, I will. Um, there's a picture of my old band Catacomb in it. <laughs> I am right now trying desperately to get a hold of my long lost friend Scott, who has the lone VHS copy of my uh, high school metal band playing at a place called Freddy's on Elm Street. It's an f- hour and ten minute video. I've heard you play that uh, that Catacoma song uh, a few times on guitar. Oh, summon, summon the fools, dude. Yeah, I, I remember that shit. I remember everything. <laughs> Andrew, I'm really glad, even though we're only acquaintances. Only these boss people. Apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Uh, no, I, uh, I appreciate the fact that you remember everything. More um, or less. I have, a, I have a, a love update real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't involve I, a missing woman, I hope. No, it does not involve a missing woman. It does, however, involve OK Cupid. Um, of and course. Soon to be missing woman. Soon to be missing woman. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I, there's a, a woman I, I talked to briefly, and she's like, oh, well, let's cut, cut through the crap, cut through the crap. Let's just meet me uh, in, in this town called Hudson, which is like. Uh, which is like the uh, I don't know what is it like the it's like the Flint to uh, Albany's Detroit, 
Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like, but it's become like a real like upstate retirement uh, community. Yeah, it's or, like, like where slash like artist enclave. Yeah, it's like I mean the, the Etsy headquarters is there, so it's like it has like one street that yeah. is like has like you know Charles Eames couches for thirty two hundred dollars, but the surrounding area is like dirt bag meets like crazy fucking city people who are like a crime ridden it's a paraphrase one life crew it's a crime ridden society up there (laughs) over there Um, I was playing one life crew and other gems for uh, Justin because he didn't grow up in the hardcore scene at all he thinks it's really eye opening the best quip was like he's like hey Rick Rodney from Strife sounds like Super Dave when he talks (laughs) (laughs) and it's true and even more when he sings which is great He's got that raspy voice, you know. Um, so I, I want to do like a like a stream show of just Justin, like almost like oh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, where Justin and I are watching hardcore videos. <laughs> and you can be in on it too. Why not? We should actually do that. It's, it's a like good idea. Us us watching hardcore videos and, and Justin just being like, uh, dude, uh, <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, like this is really and like oh, it, Justin, uh, when we're watching the One Life Crew video, he's like, you got to have a fat guy in a in a blue sweatshirt at some point in your band. Oh, that doubt. <laughs> and he had a Michael. It's great because he had a Michael Jordan North Carolina sweatshirt, and he assailed. This is a Cleveland fest, dude. So he, he assailed half the crowd for being fucking hippies. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that dude's really gravitated towards hardcore, like, it, <laughs> <laughs> like, like no other genre. I really hope that everyone just heard that Justin just made the very astute observation that fat fat dudes really gravitated toward hardcore in general. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Justin's what you call a fucking norm, dude, an indie Sorry. rock fag. Sorry, uh, okay, happen. fuck you, norm. I can't what? like a, outside of like hip hop, like probably not as many fat people in any other. Uh, <laughs> Great. No body shaming on this podcast. This is a body shaming free zone. Speaking of, uh, yeah. So, speaking of body shaming, let's do some Tumblr questions. You, uh, you're, you're halfway through this Hudson story, though. Oh, shit. That's right. You know, I read on a message board that I, uh, I had a BMX message board because I Googled Overnight Drive and then my name because that's how fucking bored I am. That's very nice. Uh, really dumb. Uh, uh, but I found a, a BMX message board where someone says, I was in an English class with Hans, but due to my friend's opinions and my own convictions, I never talked to him. Gee, I wish I had. What? What? Due to my, I mean, due to my friend's convictions and my own convictions, due to my friend's opinions and my own convictions, I refused to talk to him at the time. I would love to know what the fuck that is. I wanted to reply, but it was like a two-month-old post, but I wanted to reply, like, who the fuck are you, you fucking boner? I mean, geez, am I that unapproachable, Andrew? Yes. Oh, my God. It's only because we got these seats next to each other. That's... (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. This show is actually entitled Overnight Bus Ride. Overnight Bus Ride. We don't actually know each other. You're on a Bluetooth Overnight. eating a fucking fried chicken sandwich. It's uh, it's really rude. <laughs> I've got a uh, I've got a I'm sitting next to you on the Chinatown bus, and I have I've just opened a over over full carton of General Tso's chicken, where the grease they didn't like drain it, so the grease is like in a in a pool in the bottom, and the the styrofoam is starting to melt, so it just gives off that weird smell. And I, every time I eat, I look out the window and breathe on you. <laughs> This is the over so close to my actual experience on Tuesday. Yeah. It's really, really sad. All right, so you're in Hudson. All right, I'm sorry. I'm in Hudson, and uh, so she's like, "Oh yeah, meet me at this place called uh, Club Helsinki, which is a bar where people drink beer 
I guess. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But it's like mm-hmm. a, a, it's like a, a fancy bar where people drink fancy beer. So meet there. Everything's cool. I walk in and I'm like, I'm feeling fucking... For some reason, I feel like Rocky Balboa because I have nothing, zero to lose. I have resigned myself to the fact that I think that I would really just like a British short hair cat, a British blue, like blue short hair cat instead of a woman, uh, which is general. This is like a, moving in like a weird, like David Bazan direction yeah. where I just want to like sit around and play acoustic guitar and like have a gun just in case I want to blow my brains out, but maybe not <laughs> You say it's for it. intruders, but it's so not... Right, it's for intruders. I shoot it once a year to make sure it works, but, you know, I might be on, on the deer hunter trip where I play Russian roulette once in a while, you know. Oh, I, 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 every, every year at New Year's, I, I spin the fucking cylinder and, and hit click. I'm like, fuck, another year. One more to go. One more year to go. Fuck. Got to cancel my credit cards. But, um, so I go in there and I do the thing. I see her at the bar. She texts me. She's like, I'm at the bar. I'm like, okay. But I realize that I have locked my keys in my car. <laughs> uh, I have AAA, so hey, no big deal, right? But I'm kind of like a like a dad when it comes to that shit. Like, well, well what about the car? What about the car? you know? Like, I'm still not over all my bullshit. Anyway, I'm, I'm preoccupied, but I make it happen anyway. I walk in there like Rocky Balboa, and I do the thing where I tap her on her left shoulder and then sit down to her right. <laughs> it's always a charmer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Hey, and I'm like, really good first impression. You know, I'm really selling it. Uh, she's much more beautiful in person than her um, photos let on. So I'm imme- I immediately feel inferior and stupid. True fact, um, which is fine. Uh, but we sit down and she orders a uh, like a big like burger and we're talking and everything. And uh, pretty quickly into the conversation, she says, well, like, you know, the typical what do you do i'm already kind of like zoning out i'm thinking about like driving home you know and like uh but i'm also th- really thinking about the keys in my car because <laughs> i'm like you know because it's like i don't want to be stranded in hudson and then like i start getting like drifty and i'm like well what if they don't have tow trucks in hudson oh man <laughs> you know i'm like starting to th- i'm not some set of drift and i'm clearly like kind of checked out but it's fine then she seems to be uh, at worst, a good sport, you know? And uh, so she's like, well, um, what have you been into lately? I've been reading, you know, and she talks about, she's like, oh, I've been reading like Chuck Palahniuk books. And I'm like, uh, okay, cool. Uh, what uh, 2000, 2001 English class called. They want their fucking <laughs> teacher back. Um, anyway, and I'm like, well, you know, to tell you the truth, because I'm a truthful guy. To tell you the truth, I've been watching a lot of uh, World War II documentaries and I'm fascinated with Nazi Germany. And she is she like the color drains from her face. I was like, oh, that's really weird. I'm like, yeah. Like when I was growing up, my dad had all this Nazi memorabilia, like the blood and honor dagger and like, like old SS hats and shit. I was really into it. My father has like a Nazi belt buckle. It's really cool. And I realized she's like looking around like, who the fuck is this dude? Ugh. So I blew it on the date because I started talking about Nazi stuff. It's I would say your dad blew it. You might have helped facilitate this, but, uh, yeah. Well, and my dad wasn't there, so I take the blame. All right. <laughs> I wish he was, though. It would have been a cool triple date, you know? Like, or, like, my mom and my dad at the table with my, me and this girl I don't know. That would have been a perfect date. So, right? like, double date. can I assume that she's uh, fallen out of the picture since then? No, I'm not a Nazi. My dad is. My <laughs> yeah, dad. I was like, my dad's a Nazi. No. <laughs> uh, she's out of the picture. It never was... <laughs> 
I had to backtrack like that, though. I felt like I had a, you know, this is my interest. I could have said NASCAR or some fucking dumb bullshit. Yeah, instead, why, why are people I said, so afraid of ideas? Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't care yeah. about Nazism. Who gives a shit? The Nazis built factories underground, like big factories. Like imagine like the biggest factory in your town, but oh, that shit's underground now because we don't want to get bought. It's fascinating stuff. Whatever. Um, but she, you know, it wasn't. That's not maybe not. It gets lost in all the Jew killing, but. <laughs> Thanks. It gets glossed over a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, that's, you know, with every rise, with every rise comes a fall. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, they fucking bomb, they fucking hit the yeah, air really, they're really going really well, and they fucking boffed it off the rim with that Jew killing shit. <laughs> but, um,. <laughs> anyways, anyways, let me not let me not use basketball as an analogy for Nazi killing. Um, but, so the color drains out of her face. I realize that this is not a topic that she's particularly thrilled with, but I keep bringing it up like because I'm nervous. So I'm like, oh, I gotta just gotta get I just gotta get off OK Cupid. Um, but speaking of OK Cupid, though, Justin had an encounter with one of our fans on OK Cupid. Oh, that's right, Justin. Someone who thought I was Hans. Yep, so, Justin, pray tell, I'm going to move the microphone a little closer to you, pray tell, what happened uh, with one of our fans um, looking for my profile on OkCupid and coming upon yours? Well, it showed up on my, like, visitors list uh, (laughs) as a guy, which is instantly weird, Uh, and it was, like, a guy from, like, Connecticut, too, which was even weirder, Uh, and I initially was hoping that it was like this uh, foxy girl from Connecticut that I'd sent a message to like maybe she was having one of her friends check out my uh, profile (laughs) that was like the upside I'm like oh hey maybe this is like you know some sort of scouting mission Uh, but then I noticed that his uh, in his favorite bands list he listed uh End of the year (laughs) not something you put on a QQ but tipped me off that uh, something was up (laughs) no no one really likes end of the year so (laughs) I was like I'm like oh this has got to be uh and somebody else too that was like involved with you guys too or it was like a self-defense family probably that's good sean duty's uh it's probably sean duty's abba karaoke at one point as well (laughs) (laughs) so i like messaged him to be like oh yeah you super at end of the year yeah he's like oh yeah i I listened to that podcast i thought maybe you were hogs oh good (laughs) yeah well thank you uh whoever you are out there uh for clocking me hard on okcupid a little weird. Keep it coming. Uh, I will post my OKCupid okay profile so people can bask in my glory. I took a. I took. But a, screw you for not being a, a friends with the girl who was super into Prince that was foxy. That I'm Give him time. <laughs> <laughs> Justin and I are Eskimo brothers in a lot of ways on OKCupid okay because there's only a handful of women who come up on our profiles, so we tend to hit on the same girls. And I'm always like. Fucking that Justin, that Justin kiss. I heard he's a, a raper. So don't talk to him. And then, <laughs> so you know that like, girl well, that went missing, and then just kind of let it hang. Don't say anymore. That's <laughs> so more. It's so morbid. It's so weird. They, they, I just want to. I just want to go off the grid, man. I want to live in the woods and get off this OK Cupid trip, man. It's not happening for me anymore. Um, anyway, we're uh, we're about halfway into the drive here, uh, Andrew. Would you like to tackle some Tumblr questions? I polled the audience before we went yeah. on. And we've got an abundance. We have so fucking many questions. 230 t- Tumblr questions, which we'll never get to. Like, we had so, so s- many before you put out the call for more questions than I. Now we have <laughs> so, so many. Well, I, I'm try- I'm really trying to stem the tide uh, here. But um, Honestly, the, uh, the self-defense Tumblr this week, or the past few days, has been so mind-numbingly bad. That oh, really? I've actually like, logged out of it. I'm just logged in the overnight drive Tumblr now because Good. 
Patrick, I started asking questions to people being like, like, what was your favorite second tier band? Like, talking about, like, opening uh, act bands that everyone experienced <laughs> fucking fuck. five years. It was a, a nightmare. I'd be at work having a living nightmare and then open up the Tumblr just to, like, try and, like, clear my head. And it's just people talking about bands that I wish I never had to hear the names of again for hours and hours and hours that made me physically ill. And uh, yeah, it sounds like a real circle. So here I am. Uh, here I am. So here you, we are. you know, you want me, you got me. Hey, we're back home, man. Mm-hmm. You can start. You can answer some of these questions anytime at all. I got one. Uh, what's, you know, will you start because there's a lot of these questions on here are mad racy. Yeah, this one's topical. Patrick sort of seems like a dick. Is he a dick? <laughs> Uh, I've known Patrick since he was 16, uh, and Patrick and I, although we don't talk very often, I imagine I think we're good friends still. Um, I wouldn't uh, cross I wouldn't cross the street if he was coming my way. Let's put it that way. Um, uh, yeah, he's he's the dick. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, and I, Andrew, we've we've been basically done like you know, three tours of duty with him, like in, in the military. Uh, he's a but he's a special kind of dick. Yeah, you know, he's a he's an informed dick. I uh, uh, normally I'd be like, yeah, he's a, he's a nice enough guy. I lived with him in a van for a, a good good portion of my twenties. Uh, but just because of that earlier thing with him and the tumbler, I'm hoping he's being backed over by a truck right now. I mean, it's stuff like that where you auto, you automatically assume he's trolling either us or them. But then you're like, no, he's actually really into like second tier hardcore from 2004. Well, that's <laughs> the like, thing is like he puts these out, and then these people show up at it. Like people who think that hardcore is a real thing show up and just start fucking talking <laughs> about it. Like it's it's something to talk about. It's it's very very oh, sad. Oh man, lifetime professional hardcore dudes. Yeah, which is my favorite. Come out and they're like, oh, I remember that time with that band in that city. In that venue, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One life crew back again. Uh, yeah, I mean every so. I mean, I was in a hardcore band ten years ago, more than that, and more than ten years ago. And people still ask me about like the first demo, like oh yeah. my god, like regional local heroes. I'm like, I don't remember what the songs sound like. Not that I'm cool, cool or anything. I just literally don't remember what the songs sound like. Yeah, it's I mean, if your life is still stuck in ten years, it's fucking rough. And when yeah, I like, when these things come up, the first thing I like it all comes back to me in this one moment flood. I think of like every moron I've had to talk to in a message board, and every fucking awful conversation I've had to had in between like three local opening acts. It's just uh, it's 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 a living nightmare for me to have people talk about these things like they're real. Andrew, I'm really glad that uh, we kind of moved into a point where you can vent about this because it seems like it's really bothering. <sighs> thing with these pop filters i know i've got a pop filter now if my voice is particularly silky tonight it's because andrew has given me what's called a pop filter which means i can i can uh you won't hear me heavy breathing anymore sorry ladies you can you say pompeii me. and mount vesuvius pompeii mount vesuvius sibilance <laughs> you know we're getting this podcasting down by episode 100 when we actually run into things to talk about i don't think we will but um to all you Sean Duty fans out there, by the way, I'm planning another trip to New York. Yeah, we'll see if we can get him back and see if we can get him to not breathe directly onto the capsule of the microphone for the entire yeah. Uh, episode. Yeah, can we have the, the joy and the pain of Sean Duty is that he, is, uh, he has used, uh, what, used um, what's called forced speech when he, spe- when he talks. Uh, <laughs> clinic, the clinical term is forced speech, and he, uh, he's a man who makes his point known. I remember that time, were you on the van when he kept on using the term... Waiting with bated breath. Oh, my fucking God. I remember waiting with bated breath. (laughs) 
He's like, I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, we're going to stop at this rest stop. Oh, thank God. I've been waiting with bated breath. Every all day, that was like his thing. I it's think like, he was oh. trying to make you fucking like make a left off a bridge. I think he had a death wish. Yeah, but guess what? When we crashed the van, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, Sean Duty, you know what I could really go for right now is a, uh, a nice crisp jeans jacket. And then to eat some iced cream. And it was just the fact that I was saying iced cream instead of ice cream was driving him absolutely <laughs> insane. And I kept on saying it. I'm like, man, oh, once I get, you know, once I get some money, I'm going to get a new jeans jacket. And he just, like, he was shaking. And finally, Patrick had to say, fucking stop it. Stop. <laughs> I so remember I once a few back. years ago, we, uh, we got him really mad because we kept using the word shittily. And, like, trying to convince him it wasn't a word. <laughs> And he would, you know, he or that it was a word, and he would flip out, and we would just cite popular usage. Like, you understand what it means, dude. It's a word. That's it. Fucking deal with Surely. it. It did not sit well with him. Yeah. But then I, one time I called him a pedant, and he didn't know what it meant. And I was like, man, I'm like, unbelievable. The irony involved oh. in that. Oh, what do you mean? You haven't seen me yet. Oh, you know, we, got uh, a, we just got another question in as we're doing this, also topical. Hans, do you feel that you sabotage yourself love-wise? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> uh, let the room answer this question. Unequivocally, yes. <laughs> uh, by not exercising my body, by not showering, by looking the way I do, by being myself. Referring to, uh, uh, to the Holocaust uh, excessively. Referring to the Holocaust excessively, using, the terms, using terms like pussy, cutty. Uh, I have a new one called Jug. I like Jug. <laughs> Jug's pretty good. Uh, jug is good. I, I was in a Sissy Nobby song where he's like, and, and my man gives me good jug as much as I want or whatever. Um, that's great. I also referenced the, the brief moment where I dated a girl who wouldn't wouldn't remove her amoebic shirt while we were screwing. And she, would, she wouldn't let me touch her stomach. It made her feel weird. And uh, I said, but, you know, the, the upside was she gave me as much jug as I wanted. So I think jug is, is the way to go. I think Cuddy is old hat. Doesn't seem worthwhile to me. No, it never. Never. <laughs> uh, this Hans, uh, this one's a- actually topical, what we were just saying. Uh, it's addressed to me, Andrew, while Hans has shared much of his sexual history, you've remained silent. What's up, homie? And uh, I, I get well, doesn't doesn't seem worth it to me. Like, I've, uh, I've never found myself in a position where I fly to Alaska <laughs> to be with a woman from the internet, so I just, I don't, my stories don't have the same kind of uh, oomph that yours do. Look, mo- look motherfucker, <laughs> I haven't flown to Alaska yet. Yet. <laughs> but if I found somebody who wanted to let me crawl up their leg, I certainly would probably consider it. Although I've, I've mellowed out my, my years, because I... I don't do a lot of internet Romeo stuff anymore because it's just, you know, after Seattle, it's like, fuck, what's it worth? I think you You should be. You should get, like, a Delta credit card first and a crew (laughs) mine to do that shit. Andrew, you are a, what's called an enabler. Uh, Without a doubt. (laughs) That's really bad. Do you just want some more stories? I can do, oh, live from Anchorage, the Overnight Drive podcast. Here I am. I just have to sit here once a week and be like, wacka, 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 and that's it. (laughs) Live from the bus station in Anchorage, Alaska. I've just come in, and I'm staying in a... (laughs) I'm staying in a trailer with a First Nations woman, and uh, and it's amazing. But she won't give me that good jug until I, I she until I she she told me I have to steal a car and drive her to the Walmart so she can cash a check at the Green Tree Bank. <laughs> 
It's not a payroll check. It's not a payroll check. It's a a third-party out-of-state check. It's a third-party out-of-state construction check. So it should be good. She has to just has to open an account at the green the Greenfield Bank or whatever the fuck it's called, like that low bank that's in Walmart that like that like has a sign up that just says we're open twenty four hours a day, like a twenty four hour bank. Thank Christ. Oh my God! I finally got that check in at four a.m. I need to go cash it so I can buy sundries. I could buy fucking groceries and face wash and shit. I walked past uh, Regina check cashing in Albany, and I thought about all the uh, the years I would bring my paycheck down. That, that was my bank, was going to the check cashing place with the guy with, like, three fingers who's always drunk. Andrew, you got to admit it's getting better, man. I, th- I think really, it's getting a little worse. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, you and I. Oh, we're, yeah. We're, well, that's, that's we're okay. Doing well. we're, uh, we're getting close on this bus. We're getting <laughs> we're getting close on this bus. Andrew, I, I've never... I know I propositioned Sean Duty for sex all the time, but I, I, I've never propositioned you. No, I think that's what's keeping it clean. It's keeping it all right. Does that make you feel... How does that make you feel? Like, I don't have to have an awkward conversation. Well, a uh, more awkward conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think uh, at one point... Because uh, Sean, Sean Duty turned me down when we were at your house. It, was, it sucked. I was turned down by Sean Duty. Ooh. <laughs> Kidding me? He's going through some yeah. shit right now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think on it too hard. <laughs> Is he really? No, I don't. Th- actually, I, I think he's going through the least amount of shit than he that he ever has. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But <laughs> well, that brings us to one of our Tumblr questions, where this, not a, necessarily a question, but a statement where someone's like, "Does Sean Duty really wash dishes for a living?" Yeah, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. And I, you know what? If you knew my man Sean Do, he lo- lives for that type of shit. That's like that. He has this whole thing. He's in like the fucking. He's in the dome, man. He's like the Truman Show, where he wants to. He just has wants this life where he can just work and live and be good. And I think that that is a. He's a credit to. Um, a credit to the United States, first of all, and then also a credit to anybody who knows him, that he can just put his head down and do some hard work. Uh, I think he's an inspiration to all you fucking clown nerds. All right. Did I really just say that about Sean Duty? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Anyways, we just got a Tumblr question in. Uh, I'm going to fucking bend this person over my knee because they said, what was with the weird Kate Bush video? She has some fucking stupid videos, but that one takes the cake. Whoa. Look, stupid. Whoa. <laughs> Why don't you fucking put your he- your Beats by Dre fucking headphones back on and, and listen to Skrillex, you fucking moron. <laughs> All right. Here's what this one's actually. This is interesting. Hmm. How much would you? How much would someone have to pay you to kill a dog in front of their loving owner and then piss all over its dead body? Ugh, Attention, I really... police! I think we found the guy <laughs> with the missing girl. Like, what? The fuck? No, no shit! Oh my god! Nice question, by the way. Um, That's getting deleted. Yeah, but you know what? I think like some, I really need some dough right now, though. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah. no, I don't. Uh, no, I can never. Again? Oh, boy. That guy Warren look... Buffett paid to, uh, to piss on your face in the morning hasn't arrived yet, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, uh, no. I, uh, the short answer, no, I would never do that. That's really weird. <laughs> it's beyond weird. That's, that's pretty wild. I wouldn't kill a dog. Uh, I wouldn't kill. I'd pet a dog. I'd kiss a dog. But I, I wouldn't worry about that, like, if a dog attacked me. Yeah. Like, I'm not so sure I would be able to kill it. It would, like, make me feel bad. Like, maybe the dog would kill me first because I would just still be like, I don't want to kill a dog. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you probably could snap its neck or whatever. Like it would well, what if it was like a really like a bad Brutus kind of dog who's really coming for you? Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I'm more, that's what I'm always worried about is that I won't have like the guts to actually like finish the dog off at any point. I mean, at heart, I'm a warrior, so I think that um, I would, I would, but I would immediately run inside and get it, fetch the owner and say, "Look, man, listen, I got something rough up to tell you." Yeah. I fought. I just fought your dog in your yard for forty-five minutes, and finally, (laughs) nice dog. By the way, nice dog. It fucking ruled, man. I felt its life come out of its body and into mine. I inhaled that last breath. (laughs) Yes, I put my. I put its entire snoot in my mouth and inhaled its last breath. All right, um, we got one here. Um, okay. I'm using my phone in a plane on the runway. Badass no. alert. Uh, okay. For you guys, what is the worst part of touring? I grow to hate everybody in the band pretty quickly. I think we were always good and not necessarily hating each other, but the, the thing that tempered the hatred was that we'd just make fun of each other all the time. Yeah, yeah and it would get a little heat. I, I don't remember ever hating anybody. Like, I remember, yeah. like, every now and then, be like, I'm gonna punch on doing the mouth if he speaks again, or, like, if Patrick farts again, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking pull this van over and drag him outside, hey, Patrick, but, uh, Patrick had that some, was the extent some of it. fucking... Patrick had some farts, yeah. man. Holy shit. Oof. Uh, yeah, I, I think the worst... For me, the worst part of touring was driving... Like, f- literally 12 or 14 hours. And then you pull up to the show, and you just know it's going to be, like, 10 people. Yeah. And, like, the promoter's not there, and it's, like, 8.30. And you show up, and you play, and then you, you don't know where you're staying. So you have to, like, spend all all of the money you made at the show plus, like, $50 of band money to stay at a motel or... Because no one, no one is feeling your bullshit, so you can't like be like, oh, you know, we kicked ass tonight, so you know, like it's not like in Birmingham where we can just like all of a sudden people just come up to us and they're like, oh yeah, you can stay at our house. Yeah, it's cool. we're going eating, like, you're gonna stay on my floor. Like that's oh, that's great. It's great. I love when that happens. We always rely on the kindness of strangers, but those type of shows, that that's when I really feel like I'm doing nothing. At yeah, all. that's actually that's <laughs> the worst. Life. That without a doubt, the worst part of touring when you're like 14 days in. Yeah. Like you're just far enough away from home that it's like this just fucking this if this sucks this is really gonna suck. And you get to the show and the guy walks up to the window with a van and it's some fucking like goofus townie with like missing a tooth, he's got like a bad haircut, and you just absolutely know that you should just floor it. Like you should be like, Look cool, yeah. we're gonna pull the van around the other way and then just drive off. I mean like I will right, we'll, we'll deal with that when <laughs> when it comes back to bite us. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty uh that's pretty awful. Yeah. Always. Um, next question, Hans, would you ever can, would you consider having an anima? I was wondering about that. Well, uh, I looked up anima on Wikipedia. Uh, anima may refer to a genus of lichen, a 1951 Italian film or a, a comic produced by Johnny Tay. Um, oh wait, you meant enema. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you meant enema, but, um, you might be retarded. So, um, yeah. No, thanks. On that one. <laughs> uh, and, you know, for the question, enema, uh, um, I've had an enema before, and it was delightful. Yeah. Wow, there you go. And topical, because I had stomach flu last week, and uh, clean me right out. So, awesome. Um, awesome, great. Uh, let's see here. 
Uh, I understand Hans is a diehard Seahawks fan and Andrew likes the Giants, but do either of you care for the NBA at all? No. Mm, no. No, this Not is the really. worst time in sports for me when football's over, baseball hasn't begun yet, and even when it has, it's like that spring training shit that doesn't matter till halfway through, you don't pay attention. And it's just like hockey and uh, and basketball. I, I find this shit really boring. Yeah, um... I mean, I, I like the classic stuff. Like, I'd watch a classic game anytime. I play NBA Jam a lot. And I love NBA Jam. That's no problem. <laughs> um, that's fine. Uh, but it's the it's too many teams. Like, nobody cares about the Memphis Grizzlies ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I like... My favorite player when I was growing up was Bryant Big Country Reeves, because he broke the backboard that time, and I thought that was really oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't care. It's just too many games. Uh, hockey is exciting because it's fast-paced basketball is like basketball has become such a persona driven sport that it's rich guys who happen to be playing basketball yeah it's it's actually getting closer to professional wrestling than to any other like reasonable sport anyway the whole dwight howard saga in los angeles right now is like the dude is i mean the dude is a great athlete and he's you know talented and whatever but he won't play because he's not the main star on the team yeah um, yeah. Which we, we all we saw that coming what like eight months ago when he was doing his whole shit. All, it's like this is nothing saw, new. Saw the coming when he was on the Magic. Yeah, you know, and and Van Gundy left him <laughs> hanging out to dry, uh, and then it's like, oh no, we can fix him, we can change him. It's like no, man, you know, and that's why I think I've never taken it seriously, not since Jordan played, because you just watch Jordan. It's like watching, you know, it's like going to Six Flags. Yeah. You know, it's exciting. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just interesting, man. Um, <clears throat> You know what this question um, did remind me of, though. Hmm. Uh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna be in the fifties probably by the time we get to this in episodes. But I looked at the uh, the Giants 2013-14 season. There's a, a Giants Seahawks game that I think we're gonna have to live podcast in New York. I believe it actually might be in Seattle. Oh my God! We have to live podcast. I that. fucking forget. I'll have to look and see. It's uh, well. I thought it was in Seattle, but it actually it could be in New York. Research. Can you look that up for us real quick? Yeah, Justin's going to do some research real quick. No date for it yet. We don't know when. But we, it, we know the who. If it's in fucking New York, we're going. Oh, without <laughs> no a doubt. That's, I'm down for that. Uh, well, we have to we have to figure out a way to do live, like a live podcast, because I think the live podcast with Sean Duty, like on a Ustream, would just be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> just to see what I get some ideas. Really... We'll toss them around. <sighs> Yeah, just to see what we're really uh, – um, <clears throat> I have a heavy question because somebody – I asked somebody to uh, expand on the fact that they feel like um, uh, she says that – and I'm assuming it's a woman. She says that every man expects a woman to have like a perfect body oh, yeah. and it drives her crazy. She expanded on it by saying, <clears throat> I'm going to read the whole question and then I'm going to respond because one of them – one a part of the question puts me on front street a little bit. Um, but whatever. <clears throat> the question anonymous asked you, even when I hung out with my ex's friends, they'd all talk about talk, talk about these perfect uh, qualities of past women or women they'd never have. And it made me who was right there feel worthless. I can admire qualities about other women, but the way men talk about women, it'll just be about their bodies and just about the parts that are almost unrealistically perfect. And the rest, uh, they just compare to dehumanizing things. Like, you have to be perfect or you're pick, picked apart and not worth it or not for long. And even with Hans, no girl will ever measure up to the one you first had sex with, not even her now. Like you said, her perfect boobs wa- would now be old and saggy. 
Thank you for listening to uh, Overnight Drive number five, by the way. <laughs> what if this is her? Oh, my God. I never thought about that. Fuck. Uh, is this you? No. Tumblr is constantly full of uh, just female bodies without context, like meat. Porn now with so many enhanced boobs has desensitized people to the reality that bodies aren't plastic. Sorry that took up like two whole messages to expand on. Please feel free to just paraphrase. You put that at the end. Oops. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, too late. I, a little late for that. I didn't paraphrase. Um, look, uh, the woman I slept with when I was 15 is now 41. No. Yes, 41. Um, her breasts, I mean, I was just relaying a point that whereas she was pert when she was 21, she's probably saggy now. <laughs> And uh, that's just the facts of life. I am. Uh, I used to be a stud athlete, 214 pounds, and now I'm uh, 289 because I went to the doctor yesterday and he weighed me. I lost two pounds, everybody. All right. <laughs> um, 289 pounds. Life goes on. About the. It sounds like you hang. You hang and you roll with like a lot of like. Uh, I mean, you said that they're your ex's friends, so that's a good thing. But you you roll with a lot of younger dudes, and that's just like young dude talk. I mean, I went, women talk talk the same way. That shit goes away eventually. If you're feeling some sign, kind of, and Andrew, I hope you can back me up on this because I feel like I get on a soapbox once a podcast. Um, if you feel like some sort of societal pressure, there's a lot of societal pressure with men too. There's a lot of thin privilege among men, and uh, but either way, male or female, you can just decide to be yourself, and that's cool too. Yeah, that's you why know? I understand and, about these. Like this, I mean, that's why when I, questions like this come in, I think I'm in like a yeah. freshman dorm, or it's just like maybe the color blue you see is in the color blue I see, you know, like. I just feel like I'm at the I social don't... justice center and like somebody's fucking like I have like a no fat chick shirt on and somebody's like blowing me up about it or something. That's like, no, it's listen, strange. It's like... I don't. Yeah. Like I don't. Uh, it, it, it. This sounds like a you problem more than anything to me. This Honestly, sounds like somebody really, uh, really not being happy with themselves, which is. Yeah. And that's, that's, and that's the I mean, that's it sounds insensitive, but that's also probably the core issue that you, the fact that these men. These men, these children, these men children or whatever, they're just, they're, they're riffing, they're probably talking, telling pussy stories or whatever, and you happen to be privy to that. Fine. Uh, you can decide to view that through the lens of you and say, I would never be as good as these women who they're talking about, you know, fucking in the ass or whatever. Like, you'd want to be, <laughs> like, you'd want to magically be, like, be uh, you know, <laughs> superimpose onto those, like, du like dudes who probably, probably, they probably fuck those girls once and never talk to them again. So or it's never. Like, why would you want to be, or never. So you don't, why would you want to be in that situation? How about you just, like, be cool with yourself and, and not worry about it? And I know that's the hardest thing to do. But it also has the biggest payoff. Once I became cool with myself, I stopped making myself throw up. I, uh, I stopped uh, caring. <laughs> I stopped working out twice a day to maintain some sort of like shape. I work out when I want to. I think I'm awesome. Uh, I haven't I haven't had a girlfriend in almost a year. And that's fine. Whatever, you know. And I've already said my piece on fake boobs. I think they're stupid. And I think you should grow your pubic hair out and live your life. All right, all right, I'm, I'm showing you. I'm turning you <laughs> oh, you know, I always get on the girl, the pubic hair, but you hate that, man. You can't. You can't. Um, so I hope that wasn't too heavy, but I just, you know, just be good to yourself. Be you. Some will come along eventually. You know, that's what I always tell myself. Some fool woman will eventually think I'm, I'm good enough to marry. And then she'll fucking realize she's dead wrong one day when we wake up and we're both 50. She wakes up. Her she's credit a, is all fucked up. Her credit's all fucked up. I went out and I, I fucking bought, you know. A fucking snowblower on a credit card and uh, <laughs> you know um what else we got here we got time for a few more 
Uh, Andrew. Oh yeah, you go. You uh, probably found the but you found. I listen to all your podcasts multiple times. Is this weird? Is there something wrong with me? Should I stop? So that's why we had like seven thousand downloads a week. Cool with um, me. Keep going. Keep going. Tell tell your weird friend. Stuff that ballot box. Like I said last week, fucking run that shit all night. Just set them all to play and then go to bed. Yeah. Seriously. Honestly. Uh, please. Get us on fucking Funny or Die. I want to make a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. Um, looking to sell out immediately. Looking to sell out immediately. Just like... First take. And, and then... It, just like when that, remember that time we turned down EA Sports? Uh, that time that uh, they approached us to use Midwest in Madden 07. Oh my God! Remember that? Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was that was kind of dumb, huh? Yeah, yeah that was really dumb. Yeah, I'm just kidding. We didn't. That didn't really happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I. But some you people who are listening close right now were like, really? Yeah, what? Oh, I'm about to text my friend and be like, did you believe it? They could have been like millionaires. Oh wait, they already are, right? Andrew's a millionaire. I'm a millionaire, man. The rumor go. Andrew's a millionaire. He's a millionaire in soul and spirit. If you ever met this man, although uh, we are not friends, if you ever met this man, you'd realize immediately that he is not only a gem, but he's also extremely handsome. And can really like fill out a pair. Of, he can really fill out a pair of spectacles. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you. Oh, I got uh, a good got, one here. Okay, here we go. All right, Hans. As a former roommate, I've had a question in the back of my mind for many years, and now it's the perfect <laughs> time to ask it. Perfect. You had recently broken up with a long-term girlfriend. I think you told me it was because you got a haircut and she didn't like you looking in the mirror so much. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Anyway, that I have to within tell, a few days definitely. of you telling me about the breakup, a young thang from Saratoga stopped by to hang out. The next morning, I found a condom wrapper in the toilet. Later in the day, you told me not to be alarmed by the wrapper. You said you sometimes used a condom when you masturbated. I said, cool. <laughs> My question is, did you really use that condom to masturbate? Did you actually have relations with that girl and didn't want anyone to know about it? From Eric Busta. Eric Busta. Rick Boost. The fucking man behind the skins for uh, every end of a year record. This is exciting. Uh Drum roll, please, as I finally... I'm going to leave the drum roll to him. It's a finally open... Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go find a clip of a drum roll of him and fucking <laughs> and mix it let in me, under here. Let me finally open Al Capone's vaults and tell this story. <laughs> Real quick, uh, I had sex four times with that girl when she came over, Eric Booster. And I'm sorry I lied to you. I just... I was, a mo- I was more modest back then. And, and while... It was dumb to leave a condom wrapper on the on the. I panicked, man, and you know it's. Uh, <laughs> and I said, "Well, you know, it's because he was like kind of friends with my ex girlfriend, you know, not in that way, but they were like friends, and he was like, you know, and she was doing that thing where she talks to him, the fucking shoulder to cry on, mm-hmm. which is like awkward because we're roommates, first of all, wherever you are, and uh, that asshole was gonna sell you out, and that asshole was gonna sell me out, Rick Boost. So I, I, I did what any, any animal would do when trapped. I lied my fucking ass off. <laughs> and um, I said, no, man, sometimes I just like to jerk off and cap off in a condom, like real nonchalant, normal-like. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but no, the truth remains that I, uh, I actually did sleep with her. We ended up dating for a short time, and she's the, the first girl to like, uh, send me into a neurotic bipolar tailspin. Wow. So, yeah, it's great. I I couldn't date another woman for a year and a half after that. Jesus fucking Christ! This was like warm demo, like uh, we made for life era. 
like uh, right before right before you joined the band, Andrew. I think okay. it was. This was the Steve Hegner era. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So Eric Busta, um, you can finally sleep knowing that I. Uh, <laughs> I, I do not masturbate in the condoms, uh, although I have in the past. Uh, as a child, I uh, broke into my father's condom stash, and I put a condom on just to see what it was like, and I remember at a young, young age, like 14, jerking off into a condom. Yeah, so maybe I, actually, that's what I remember I was... doing that too, but then that was the same day that we were supposed to go to uh, Hog Island off of, uh, <laughs> like off of Rhode Island, and yeah. I didn't know that I would smell like condom the entire ride. <laughs> so I'm like 13, just like the entire, like in a hot car uh, this summer, I'd be like, uh, I smell like a condom. I, 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 had like no, a condom. I had no idea that this would happen. This was new to me, but yeah. So word to the wise guys, if you uh, immediately, I, I, I urge all of you to get into a long-term serious relationship so that she can go on the pill and you can have that sweet, bareback, unprotected sex with your girlfriend. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, it's great, and it's neat, and you just end up smelling like flowers and not like condoms. <laughs> right? Because that's what that's what. I think we got time what... to uh, to knock out one more. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the honor. <laughs> so okay, speaking of knocking out, uh, you might have to play some filler music here. Dun, 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 uh, while I look for a amazing and a groundbreaking. A lot of people comparing me to Sid, the Sid Barrett, like Sid Barrett, like yeah, I'm the Sid Barrett of end of the year, <laughs> which I mean, it's kind of, I mean, he lost his mind and, and quit the band and then came back a few years later and was really fat. So I, I know I, I gave him points for being very astute on that particular one. Um, I'm going to do a rapid fire. All right. Uh, Hans, have you ever cried while jerking off? I recently did and found it to be a huge bummer. Uh, no, you're fucked up and you need uh, to see a uh, $10 therapist. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's weird that you wouldn't question. assume that's a huge bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know I recently cried and I was jerking off and it was exhilarating. I felt like I was <laughs> skydiving. <laughs> it's, cleansing. it's cleansing. No, it really is. I, uh, I immediately, while, uh, while ejaculating, I then started uh, fucking crying all over my cock, <laughs> which is just great. It was Second great. Question. It was great. And then I came and everything was cool. Hans, are you a tits or an ass man? Uh, at this stage in the game, I am a brain man. No. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh. What, Justin? So highbrow. So it's not highbrow. Not I just don't want man. you to steal my fucking $100 out of my wallet. How about that? I don't want you to... Uh, I, I, when I meet a woman, I look at the eyes, man. I'm like, fucking, I am the killer, man. You know, like, I look at the eyes, and I'm like, do I see, do I see crazy? Can I read between the lines? Do I see crazy there? It could tell it in the eyes, and they have that thousand-yard stare from going through many tours of duty with many shitty, fucking awful dudes, and you have to all of a sudden, like, wade through that bullshit to get to that small little piece of gold left in their heart. I don't want to do that anymore. So I just, <laughs> I immediately go to the fucking brain. I don't want, you, and if she's cool, if she takes, if she gets the fucking eye test, then we're good. If not, peace. All right. Thanks for the burgers. Thanks for the fries. Peace. You know what I mean? See you later. <laughs> All right. That's maybe that's why I'm single because I, I have like, if you get the eye test, gaydar, people like a lot of people have gaydar. I have cradar. Okay, like seriously. The problem with that is it usually only works on uh, like with the girls that someone else is hitting on. That's you true. Tell, you can tell immediately that like you're, the girl your friends hitting on is uh, insane. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, Justin, very uh, very good. Um, all right, a couple more and then we're gonna go. Uh, 
Um, I haven't seen or spoken to my girlfriend in seven months. Is it kosher to fuck her sister yet? Is, is she... Uh, this might be a troll, because she's not your girlfriend if you haven't spoken or seen yeah, her Yeah, I, I didn't understand that part months. of it. Like, what... What? Are you yeah. in prison? And even then, that doesn't count? Um, I think you, I think you trolling, son. And well, there's a second part to this. Oh, there is. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Stop the, wasting your Oh, yes. Wait, breaking. <laughs> the guy writes back and says, hey, this is the guy wondering about nailing his girlfriend's sister. I actually texted her after I asked, asked the question. It looks like the sexual attraction is mutual. And we're meeting up at B-dubs after she gets out of work. Details to follow. Uh, well, I'm waiting with bated breath. <laughs> I feel like we'll get an update tonight. Got slabs. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope you're. I hope you're knee deep in gush right now, man. I, I hope you're somewhere like in the Midwest where there's no other restaurant to like meet at. Cause, yeah. Uh, that's really, yeah. I hope that's you. a really depressing story. B Dubs. This guy's sister, so uh, I took her out to B Dubs. Uh. <laughs> Justin laying down some fucking fucking heavy shade on this yeah. motherfucker right now good for you justin <laughs> yeah we got we got Freeze. some we got some apple she got an apple teeny i got a margarita she gave me an hj she said this feels so forbidden because it's like it's like every time i kiss you i taste my sister which was really oh, fucking weird man. and then um yeah anyways um hans a 54 year old kate bush approached you which she has would you try to be charming and seduce her maybe phone sex <laughs> i like Wait, the jump what? <laughs> okay, let me read it again. I like the jump from uh, mildly uh, giving eyes to a 54-year-old Kate Bush. Hey, can I call you? Phone. Yeah, call, long-distance call, first of all. She was in fucking England. Do you think well, I got, you know, what do you think, I'm made out of money? You're, like, speaking to her in person. Yeah, I'm like, like how is it, you know? Oh, anyway. Like here's, here, take this phone. Yeah, she... Bad, badly drawn scenario. Yeah. Think, bad, think harder on that one and rewrite the question. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Phone's... Ex- First of all, she better be calling me because that's a long-distance fucking number. That's a long-distance call. What do you think? I'm made out of fucking money? I she makes a cool 22000 a year, I think. Yeah, I think she probably does. She probably lose out the interest. You know, that's cool. That's good. Uh, yes, of course I would try... To, I, I tried to be charming with her when I met her. I, I didn't try to seduce her, but I did, I did hug her for too long. Um... But uh, wouldn't she, what, if she liked me, who's 35, or was it 20 years her junior, would she be the woman with the child in her eyes? Oh. <laughs> oh, little Kate Bush, you know, fans Andrew, Andrew, what do you think of her music? <laughs> I think it's great. Really? I love running up that hill, man. It's so cool. It's great. Uh, have you ever ma- intentionally made your parents cry? Yeah, you're really, you're minding the weird ones here. I'm sure, sh- I... I- <laughs> Maybe not intentionally, but hundreds of times unintentionally, I'm sure. Yeah, I think when I was a teenager, uh, yeah, probably. I mean, there was one time where I was on some fucking suicide shit, and I was like, I'm just leaving the house. And my mom's like, don't, don't. And that was like a heavy trip. <laughs> um, I'm better now, but uh, am I really, though? Hmm. Next Hans. time we have more time, I'll uh, I'll tell the story about uh, the time that I think my mother was gonna, was gonna just fucking send me off into the world. That was gonna be it. Oh, let's do that for thirteen. Oh, we have to do like a spooky one for thirteen. Shit. All right, I'm gonna read one, and then you read one, and then we should probably put these people out of their fucking misery. Cool. Um, okay, Hans, how do you how did you cope with cheating? I don't know if I'm mentally ill or something, but most of the time when I had a relationship, I got super paranoid or super aware. And it usually resulted in terrible heartache and even more terrible breakup. I always take it way too close, I guess. 
This has always been my attitude toward this. If you think you can do better, God bless. Just, I don't care that you're really cheating on me so much as just have the decency to tell me before I look like a fucking idiot. (laughs) It's heartbreaking. It's painful. I was in a relationship for 10 months with a girl who was routinely fucking her ex-boyfriend on the side. I didn't know that at the time, you know, and I would have really liked a heads up, like maybe in like the first month in so I could like move on with my fucking life. Like you're not doing anybody any favors by perpetuating this fucking thing. Like, like, uh, either your man's not delivering or, or something, but when I'm cheated on, I, I, am more mad. It's like getting, you know, remember when we would drive and we would get lost and I would get in that weird, like psychotic, like, I can't believe we fucking got lost. Yeah. It's because I hated wasting the time of going back. That's the whole thing. It's just like, if you're cheating on me, somebody's giving you something I have no, possibility of giving so god bless it's fine whatever honestly i but, mean the re- i mean yeah man, looking, I, I, there's so many things i could be doing my time that don't involve having yeah. this fight with you six months after the fact yeah justin's got some heavy knowledge which is uh there's always some dude out there that is going to bang your girl that's pretty much the, the answer to that yeah <laughs> like you can't be paranoid about it because it's gonna happen it's gonna yeah. happen so just live with it. There's some lame dude at work that's going to bang her. Or... <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> she's beautiful. Yeah, some guy named Terry. Yeah. He's like working on her for Don. months. Don. <laughs> some guy named Don. You know? Oh, you guys had a fight? Oh, come over. Oh, come over to Applebee's. Oh, I'm going to Applebee's with <laughs> Don. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we're going to B-dubs. I'm going yeah, to your, gonna I'm, I'm gonna fuck your sister. Yeah. We're going to B-dubs. Perfect. All right, Andrew, you go. <clears throat> I got one more. And one this more. one's my absolute favorite of all the questions that came in tonight. Okay. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. Seriously, who cares, man? Come on. I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. The fact that he's one of our Tumblr followers and he says, who cares? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. I, honestly, that's the whole... Um, that's, the, uh, that's the whole... Really, you just summed up the entire thing. That's it. He nailed it. <laughs> All right. So we are men... We are men... <laughs> oh boy, Justin is really delivering the fucking jokes. Seriously, he's, um, he is 100% now. Justin is 100%. He's making up for lost time by, by telling quips and jokes and everything else. Um, uh, is, do you have anything to promote, Andrew? No, I am uh, free and clear right now. I got uh, maybe a thing in the works that I'll, uh, when, once I have further discussion, we'll, uh, we'll get into it next week. That's great. Um, but no, right now it's, uh, it's just me breathing carbon monoxide. Uh, I, well, I mean, I'm making, uh, Andrew and I are making a Spotify playlist of all of the songs that you hear in the intro, in the intro and the outro of, uh, Overnight Drive, and uh, it'll be available for you for free, courtesy of the internet. Uh, although we should charge for, charge, uh, 11.99 for it, but we, uh, we won't. Now that's what I call (laughs) music. Now that's what I call music, volume, Overnight Drive, volume 13. Um... (laughs) As always, uh, I don't really check it out. I, I haven't updated it in, in a criminally long time, a couple weeks, but uh, youlooksad.com. Youlooksad.com. I'm also looking for a stable long-term relationship. Um, good luck with that. Check those eyes. And check those eyes. Check those eyes. That might, that might be the title of the podcast. Check them eyes. Check them eyes. Oh, you know what? There's a girl on... I got to... Real quick, I got to talk about the girl. The girl on the podcast... There's a girl who said... Uh, whether she asks, asks us whether she should get a Tupac nose piercing or a Scarlett Johansson septum piercing. Oh yeah, let's let me Tupac nose piercing, of course. I have no thoughts on this. Okay, cool. 
Um, great. Well, hey, you know, thank you. For, <laughs> on that note, thank you for listening. Um, everything rules. Life is but a journey. Uh, life is long, and there's plenty of time for everything. So don't get down, man. All right. Um, what do we got? Overnightdrive.com, uh, um, Twitter, Overnight underscore Drive, and Facebook.com, yep. Overnight Drive. They're the, they're the three spots. Stuff the ballot box this week. Please. Tell that fucking, fucking jerk cousin of yours with the MacBook to fucking... To, I'd like download this, subscribe <laughs> to this shit. Please, motherfuckers are sleeping on number eleven. We didn't, we didn't get that many downloads. Yeah, what's which, going which on? Broke, I feel like people broke. are forgetting us. I fe- I do. I did feel like that a little. <laughs> and like, this is the only thing I got going on in my whole life. So I mean, if if you let the podcast die, I will die. Oh, shit. Yeah. oh fuck. My life is in your hands. We'll be so... back next week with number 13. Is that right? Oh, 13. Number I gotta 13. find spooky music for 13. Whoa. Monster Mash, dude. We'll find Monster Mash. <laughs> All, All right. right. On, Tell your weird friends. Note. Have a good week. We will see you next week with 13. Oh, yeah. Let's cue the music. Cue the music.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.